Welcome back to Fearless Talk. It's your girl, Hannah Christine. And as always, it's a joy to bring encouragement to your day and a unique perspective of Christ to your life. I'm going to open up this podcast with uh, one of my favorite scriptures. It's from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. If you know me, um, you know that I actually enjoy creating messages out of anything. So if you give me a topic, an item, or a situation, ba-boom, I'll find a way to bring scripture and Christ into play. And I actually find it as a kind of a challenge, uh, but I also really enjoy it because I truly believe that the things that we see daily, first of all, you know, God created the heavens and the earth for us to enjoy, but we can also see his hand in every situation of our lives. And so when I um, go through something, I like to see it from a different perspective. And we can always take what we see or go through and make it into a life-changing perspective. And that is what happened to me actually a few weeks ago. I had um, the enormous pleasure of photographing a wedding. It was my second wedding that I've ever photographed. So that was absolutely um, quite the experience. I had such an amazing time. And this one was actually a destination wedding in North Carolina. Now, first of all, I have to say this because I'm super stoked about it. North Carolina has always been on my bucket list uh, for the, like the last five years. I've always wanted to go to the North Carolina, see the ocean, and try fresh seafood. And you guys, I was able to kill two birds with one stone on this trip because I got to see the ocean and I also got to have fresh seafood, and it was absolutely amazing. So back to the story. Um, I went ahead and I was able to go to North Carolina and photograph this beautiful wedding and this amazing couple and such sweet, loving, kind people. I mean, you could just feel the love everywhere you went the entire week that week that we were there. But one thing that I like to do is when life kind of throws us a curveball. Um, I like to check my motives, you know, reevaluate my attitude and my actions, kind of self-examine, um, see if I'm reaching out out of habit from what I learned as a child or out of a defense mechanism from past hurt or is what we also like to call protection mode. Um, so I do this for growth, which is absolutely vital in our lives. Um, we're always supposed to be growing and we're always supposed to be changing. However, the direction that we end up choosing to grow can be revealed in the situations that we encounter. I'm going to say that again. The direction we choose to grow reveals in the situations we encounter. So the situations we walk into, we always have two options on how we're going to handle them. And out of those two options, we will either have growth or we won't. And so that's why I'm saying I think it's great to self-examine who you are and where you're at in your life and always reach to keep growing, you know, to keep striving to become better and do better. And always remember that our goal is to be like Christ and to have his spirit lead us and guide us and to correct us um, in a loving way. You know, he always gives correction. And so I that's something that I always strive to do. Um, but it took some time, actually, to walk on the shore of the ocean, the ocean shore in North Carolina. I just went away for a little bit, and I just stared at the beauty and listened to the waves crashing in. And as the tide kind of rose up a little bit and the cool breeze, and you could just feel the mist from the ocean hit your face. And it was just one of those moments where I could see this this vast world from a different perspective from Iowa cornfields and just embrace the awe and beauty of what God created 
And as I'm standing there, I'm just like, wow, God, you are so amazing. And how you create something so beautiful for us to enjoy. And um, I, I just decided to take some time to walk the shore. And to my amazement, you guys, there is a plethora of seashells. <laughs> I was like, dang, I mean, you hear about seashells, but there was a lot just buried and sticking out and they kind of hurt when you step on them, but they're still very beautiful. Um, and I felt like Moana in that moment, you know, where she's standing at the horizon, uh, and there's this part in the, she's like, I've been staring at the edge of the water as long as I can remember. I'm not a good singer, but you get to the point. And it's one of my favorite kind of kid cartoon movies. But getting off topic, I took some time to walk the shore. And as I said, there was a lot of seashells. And I thought, you know what would be so neat is to just pick up a few seashells. Um, and when I get home, I can put them in this little round vase that I have and just kind of set it on a shelf and always be reminded like, oh, that was North Carolina. I had such a great time. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I went ahead and started picking up seashells and, and I was looking for unique, vibrant ones. And I wanted to make sure that, um, I, I caught some that were kind of just out there, you know, very different, uh, that I could put on display. And, um, I happened to see one that caught my attention and most of it was still buried deep within the sand, but the ridges were kind of, the shell were sticking out. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. And I reached down and I pulled it out of the heavy, wet sand. And to my surprise, there was a round gaping hole. There was a missing piece smack dab in the middle of the shell. And I instantly thought, oh darn, it's broken. And as quickly as I picked it up, I was about to toss it back to the ground. But for some reason, I just stopped and I held on to it. And I thought, why was I so quick to throw this away? Was it because it's not what I perceived it to be? Was it because it wasn't perfect in my eyes? It didn't stand up to my specifications? And again, as I mentioned earlier, you guys, we can put scripture and God into every situation of our life. And I kind of had a Holy Spirit moment, you know, where it was like people are also seen the same way. They are tossed aside, viewed as imperfect and unwanted. And they're seen for only their appearance or what they have to offer. And they too are broken. And I think about it, you guys. We live in a society that longs for acceptance, as we call likes or affirmation. And we think of, think of all the social media aspects we have, this new fad called TikTok. Uh, you have your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All of these are for affirmation, gratification, being liked, being accepted. And I realized how similar each of us are in this vast world, that we are all broken and we're all imperfect and we have all felt unwanted at some point in our life. Yet there's only one who has accepted you for you, one who loves you more than you can even fathom, and one who died for you and would do it all over again without hesitation. He was the one who picked you. Do you understand that? He picked you, all of your flaws, all of your brokenness, your past, present, and future mistakes, every pain that you've hidden from view, you've just smacked a smile on your face, all of that that you've buried deep inside, He still picks you. He still loves you and wants you. And unfortunately, most of us won't accept him. Instead, we would rather walk around with our tough exterior, pun intended, 
as though life is all dandy, spouting things like, you gotta love yourself, you're the most valuable possession you'll ever own, and you gotta focus on you, and all will come into focus. Yeah, no, 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 no. These are the, just the ways for us to build up walls, for us to guard ourselves from the pain and rejection and the loneliness of this world. Because all that will do is cause you to become bitter and angry and allow the experiences you face to shape you into someone you eventually won't recognize. Now, it won't happen overnight, but it is a small and steady process over a course of time. And before you know it, you won't even like you. And I can say that because I've been there. I get it. And this reminds me of a portion of scripture in Ezekiel. It states, uh, God is saying this, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Now, oftentimes we view this portion of scripture as someone who's a new believer where, you know, the old is gone and the new that, you know, God takes away our heart of stone and gives us a heart of flesh and the spirit is within us. But even believers, and it may be shocking, but not really, even believers can become angry and bitter, you guys. It is very easy and I've seen it time and time again and I've been there myself. And I just, I I have to kind of give this small little reference back to the Moana movie because I'm going to come back to what I'm saying, but there's a part towards the end of Moana where she is finally on the the mountain where she's supposed to return the heart of Tefiti and she sees Tefiti in the distance, not realizing who it is until the end. She sees her full of anger and fury and rage and the lyrics, and I'm a lyrics person, but the lyrics that she says in this moment is so simple yet powerful and I'll explain why. So she says, I have crossed the horizon to find you. I know your name. They have stolen the heart from inside you, but this does not define you. This is not who you are. You know who you are. Every time I watch that, every time, y'all, I get chills. And why? Again, it goes back to being able to correlate movies or life with also Christ because it's a great representation of Christ in our life. He left heaven and died for you to have a relationship with you because he knows your name. And when the trials of this life steal your joy and steal the heart from inside you, he's giving you a, giving that, that heart of stone, he is giving you a new heart. And he knows that that's not what defines you, that this world does not define you. But he knows who you are. And he wants you to know who you are in him. And the saddest part is we as believers have the spirit of Christ, the love of Christ in us, yet we tend to walk around as though we're still searching, not knowing who we are, who God created us to be, or who even created us. And we spend so much of our time to find ourselves or trying to find where we fit in or where we belong and it's the saddest thing. And, and in scripture, even it even says in 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, I have called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Just as I pulled that shell out of the darkness of the ground and exposed its brokenness, Christ does the same for you. He exposes the sin in your life. And then he makes us whole. 
and we end up choosing to live for him not for the ways of this world not for people not for the approval of man not for the acceptance of others but for him and ephesians 2 10 also says for we are god's handiwork created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do he created you your quirkiness your uniqueness your flaws Everything that people look down on, he created you for a purpose and a reason. You are his, okay? And you are accepted. And you are loved by God. He says in Genesis 1.27 that you were created in his image. Think about that. Created in his image. That means to him you are perfect. To him you are unique in exactly the way he created you to be. Don't let the ways of this world make you bitter and angry. Don't allow your heart to turn into a heart of stone. Don't take the innocence of you have as a child and allow this world to taint it. Continue to seek God. Continue to spend time with him. Continue to strive after him and have a relationship with him. God wants you to walk in his confidence and his boldness. He wants you to walk in his love and his spirit. Not in the flesh, not in the ways of this world. And just like this shell, none of us are perfect. None of us have it all together. Christians and non-Christians, we do not have it together. But as believers, we hold the missing piece. We hold the answer. We hold the truth. And we know that this world has nothing to offer and it cannot satisfy us. But y'all, there is one who can one who can fulfill and fill that emptiness and void in your life, and that is Jesus Christ. You might be listening right now thinking, oh, I've heard all this before. Or maybe you grew up in the church and know of him, but you don't truly know him. And I'm going to say this because it is huge. There is a difference between religion and relationship. Having a relationship with Jesus Christ is so important, you guys. And it is such a beautiful opportunity and it's such a beautiful gift he's given us. And he loves you. Oh, how he loves you so much. And he wants to give you a new life and he wants to put a new heart within you. He doesn't want you to constantly look around you questioning and contemplating who you are and what your purpose is and, and what it is for your existence. He created you for that. He created you for a reason and ask him seek him and if that's you today i want you to take a moment and read romans 10 9 through 13 there's no excuse you can google it you can use siri you can use alexa i don't care but i want you to take a moment and read romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 13 and i want you to think about what you're reading and i want you to make that decision for your life in your life and for your future and then when you do i want you to tell someone you can either message me, you can tell a family member, a best friend. I don't care, but you need to tell somebody that that's the choice you've made today. Don't allow another day to pass living without Christ. We all have a missing piece, and the only one who can complete it is Christ. So remember, you are not alone in this. You have Christ on your side and his word as your guide. And until next time, y'all, happy Friday. May you be encouraged, be renewed, and be restored. May you walk from here on out knowing that you are not only loved by God, but you were created for him, by him, to do great and mighty things in this life. Happy Friday.